when somebody comes back to you with good feedback, maybe right, it may be wrong. You don't have to decide in that moment, but you do need to learn to, and I still struggle with this, is listen to what they're saying, reframe it in that, you know, ah, okay, I can see that. And now what I hear you saying is, and you rephrase it to make sure that you understand what they're saying. And then you take that information and you run it through, if you're part of the, you know, the Waves method, you can run it through your Waves method filter and know if it's right for you or not. But you don't want to shoot those people down because the people who are closest to you that are willing to give you a little bit of that tough love, knowing that it's best for you, even if it causes some temporary pain, those are the people you want in your corner. Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey diving deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. We explore pivotal moments, motivations, challenges conquered, and the inspiration that fuels their success. Guiding you on this journey is none other than Roderick Lenhart, a multi-seven-figure business owner, number one best-selling author, international speaker, and certified business coach. Time to buckle up, because here we go. Why are friends and family the worst place to get advice? So that's what I want to talk about today, and I'm going to give you three reasons this has been true in my life and certainly in my clients' lives, so I don't feel that I'm alone. You shouldn't feel that you're alone either. And also five things you can do about it. And here's the deal. Most people think that those closest to them are the best place for advice. And I've been through multiple business ventures and personal upheavals in the last 40 plus years. Uh, You know, everything that one little soul can take. And I can tell you that sadly, that is the furthest thing from the truth. And I really just want to talk about the three main reasons that friends and family are bad and also give you a handful of ways to help discover who is really on your side and who isn't. So let's dig in, you know, bias. And here's the thing. It's there's two different kinds. There's your bias and there's their bias. And I'm going to give you two examples. When I was, I just graduated college, moved to Charleston, South Carolina from Michigan and I had one friend when I first moved, and his name was Zach. And we were both car guys, so we met at a car show. We had both had similar vehicles at the time, and uh, this was my buddy. I didn't know anybody else for 500 miles. Well, a month or so later, he tells me that he's looking at taking a job in Texas. And, well, crap, man. Like, <laughs> I'm going to lose my one buddy. So, you know, with the favorable lens of a couple decades more experience, I can look back and tell you that the advice I gave Zach was likely very biased. Might have been the best move in the world for Zach, but I didn't want to lose my friend. So on the flip side, you know, I uh, sold the last business last June and I was moving up to the mountains. You know, I traveled to the mountains every weekend from the city and it's a thousand percent my happy place. And if, if you were close to me, you knew that I was, I was kind of over the traffic and the noise and all the things. So when I sold the business and was no longer really tied to the city as much, decided to move. And I'm here now. I've got a 2000 acre view behind me and I love it. You know, but when I told my friends and family that I was moving, you would have thought I had three eyes. You know, it, they, the advice they gave me, oh, you're going to hate it. Oh, it's going to be terrible. You're crazy. You're such a people person. Like, Yeah, all that's true. 
but they ultimately didn't want to lose their friend. You know, that's the difference here. So that bias goes both ways. And there's a meme and a quote, et cetera, that goes around that is, you know, people want you to do well, but they don't want you to do better than them. So it's just something to keep in mind, I think, when you take advice from anyone. But so that's number one, bias. Um, Number two, limited perspective. If you ever watch CNBC, there is Jim Cramer, you know, the crazy guy with the bells and the noises, and uh, he's always going bananas on the screen, and he gives stock advice. And here's the way to look at it. They're, say that Amazon is the stock of the day. It's at a great price. Q4 financials came back, you know, they beat earnings, beat analyst reports, you know, whatever it is, you should go buy that right now. And maybe, maybe not. You know, perspective matters here. I'm going to give you three examples. If I'm an 18-year-old with 1000 bucks in the bank, maybe I should buy Amazon. Maybe I shouldn't. Same financials, same stock, same value, same perceived value. Same a 40-year-old father of four, and I've got three kids that are going into college in a year and a half. Same stock, same value. Maybe I should buy it. Maybe I shouldn't. Say I'm a widow. I'm a 75-year-old widow with a limited time horizon. I need a fixed income. I cannot afford to lose money. All three of those scenarios, it's the same stock. Amazon's value is the same per the analyst, but all three of those people are going to look at that stock very differently. The perspective is different. It's the exact same thing when you go to someone for advice. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for my entire life. When I talk to my other buddies around the world that are entrepreneurs with an idea, I get very different feedback than when I talk to my old friends from high school who have corporate careers, let's say. You know, they look at it from a very different lens than an entrepreneur does. So that doesn't mean that their advice is wrong. It's just that their perspective is different and they don't have the whole picture of what I bring to the table as an entrepreneur. They just think in their head based on their scenario, well, that sounds like an impossibility. You're crazy to do that thing. So the perspective really matters. Hey gang, it's Roderick and I hope you're enjoying today's show. What I've found as a lifelong entrepreneur and certainly in coaching other entrepreneurs around the world for the last 20 years is that we all pass through five phases on our business journey from the believer to the business Buddha. You need the first two, you want the last two, but sadly, most of us get stuck in the middle and start the cycle over, some of us forever. Knowing where you are reveals a clear path for where you need to go. I've created a free quiz that when answered honestly, will tell you where you currently are, but most importantly, will reveal your next steps. You can take the quiz right now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz. This has taken me 20 years of in the trenches trial and error to develop, and it's designed to change the way you look at your business and your life forever. Are you the showman? Are you the anxious philosopher? Maybe you're the peaceful warrior. There's only one way to find out. Take the free quiz now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz and see where you land. The results may shock you. Now back to the show. Last thing, emotional attachment. And this one's, you'll recognize this right away. Your partner comes up to you and says, hey, do these jeans make me look fat? And you say, no, you make you look fat. The jeans are fine. Can you imagine how that would go down in your household? And 
Now, the advice may be sound. You know, maybe the person asking needs to lose a couple LBs, you know, but that doesn't mean, A, that that's the way you deliver it to them, or B, that they are ever going to want to hear that from your mouth. So there is an emotional attachment. When tough love is needed, your partner, the, some, the people that are most close to you, are much more likely to tell you what you want to hear because they have to see you for the next 20 years. They have to be in the same house with you. They have to be in the same bed with you. The advice is going to be very, very different from those two sets of people. So, you know, we do anything to avoid pleasure or avoid uh, pain and gain pleasure, right? So think about that scenario with the genes. You know, there's both sides are trying to avoid pain and gain pleasure at all costs. And that's just the way we're wired. There's nothing wrong with it inherently, but it is important to know who you're going to for this advice. And we're going to give you a couple tools. I'm not going to make you wait till the end. So. If you go to milliondollarflipflops.com slash resources, there's two things that I want you to pick up. They're completely free. You can go use them right now. One is a core value starter kit. And that is, if you've read the book, you'll know what this is. If not, you can go use it today. But it's it's just the beginning of your deep dive into your core values. But what comes along with that is another doc called the Waves 360. And think of this like a 360 assessment that you would have in your corporate career. It is very similar, but it is designed to help you find your tribe and weed out your friends and family without them knowing what you're doing. And the instructions are on there. It's kind of sneaky how it works, but I suggest you grab it. But it's going to help you filter your friend group immediately into two separate groups. That's number one. And then from those groups, you're going to start to notice themes and trends that are going to quickly identify who you should be going to for advice just in your immediate group. So that's just taking the people you know. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, learn how to accept criticism. And holy cow, am I <laughs> guilty of this? I was, that's why I'm an entrepreneur. Like I always clearly think that my way is the best way. So it's hard and has been hard and still is hard for me to accept criticism, certainly depending on the person, which is where that first part comes in, identifying who these people are, who are going to give you the best advice on the outset. And then accepting the criticism speaks to that emotional attachment, that tough love that we talked about. So when somebody comes back to you with, with good feedback, maybe right, it may be wrong, you don't have to decide in that moment, but you do need to learn to, and I still struggle with this, is listen to what they're saying, reframe it in that, you know, ah, okay, I can see that. And now what I hear you saying is, and you, and you rephrase it to make sure that you understand what they're saying. And then you take that information and you run it through, if you're part of the, you know, the waves method, you can run it through your waves method filter and know if it's right or, for you or not. But you don't want to shoot those people down because the people who are closest to you that are willing to give you a little bit of that tough love, knowing that it's best for you, even if it causes some temporary pain, those are the people you want in your corner. Those are the people that you need to keep close. And they're rare. And as I say that, I imagine that you're conjuring up an image of a handful of people who are like that in your life. You know, I would I have thousands of acquaintances. I have hundreds of people I would consider very dear friends. And I have about half a dozen that will give me advice like that. And I certainly saw that in when I was writing the book. You know, as you give people test chapters and you tell them, you know, hey, I, I really need your help here. Um, can you read this and give me some honest feedback? I, I don't need a pat on the back. I need, you know, the world's going to tell me if this thing sucks. So I need you to tell me so I can make it better. 
there's a very limited number of people who are going to do that the way you, you need it done. If you want to be the best you, to have the best book, to have the best business, to have the best relationship. Again, it doesn't matter what the specific thing is. So learning how to accept criticism. And there's a lot of more help outside of this podcast that uh, you can get help with that. But just think about that the next time you're, A, that you're asking for advice, B, who you're taking it from, and then C, once it's delivered, how you react. So number three, get outside help. And clearly I'm biased. I uh, am a coach. I have coaches. I've certainly noticed a theme with anyone that is a great in any area, whether it is business or sports, it doesn't matter what the area is. They have a coach, if not a team of coaches. So, you know, there's plenty around here about why having a coach is a great idea, but I will just say that world's best eye surgeon does not perform surgery on his own eye. And you can't see the label from inside the bottle. Those are the two metaphors I will give you videotaping your golf swing. You know, it doesn't matter baseball. I was a baseball coach for, you know, a long time, played baseball. And you, you have to have people on the outside of you that have no attachment looking at your game, looking at your business, looking at your life, looking at your relationship. It can't be overstated. So find a coach. Doesn't have to be me, any coach. <laughs> Find somebody outside of you with no strings attached to give you advice. And I think the advice that you get will be vastly different from those closest to you. And then the last thing, and this is my favorite one, uh, that's why I left it for last, is join a mastermind. You know, at Million Dollar Flip Flops, we have two different levels of mastermind. Both meet weekly. And guess who you find inside? People who understand your language and what you're going through and are near or at your same stage on the journey. But most importantly, they're willing to support you. You know, there's people that live in a state of abundance. They're as much there to give as they are to receive. And we are out there. I promise you we are out there. I am personally in three different mastermind groups and they range from a hundred bucks a month up to $30,000 a year. And they all serve a very unique purpose. You know, we live in this age where your tribe is waiting for you. There is not, it's not limited to your city anymore or your neighborhood or even your state or even your country. You can choose from the entire world to go out and find the people who understand how your unique language, what the journey is that you're on and will support you. They're there to support you. So, you know, find a mastermind. You can, you can try to join ours. Ours are limited in scope. Um, but there's so, so many different options out there. And I encourage you to find one that is paid. You eliminate trolls real fast when it's even 25 bucks. You know, the freebies aren't, aren't in those rooms. The bots aren't in those rooms. They're even at a really low level. You are going to get better help in a paid mastermind. Now ramp that up and you join, you know, our mastermind right now is 500 bucks a month. You are in the room every week with other people willing to spend 125 bucks a week, whoop-de-doo, <laughs> on their personal development. And they understand that their growth will never outpace their personal development. The growth of their business, the growth of their relationship, again, doesn't matter what it is. They understand that they are always the bottleneck. And you get into, you know, one of my masterminds I paid $2,500 a month for. Imagine how different the conversations are in a group. There's nine, there's a lot of us in there, <laughs> but imagine how different the conversations are in a group that 
is full of people paying $2,500 a month versus a free Facebook group. Doesn't take long to do that math. So, you know, we live in this amazing digital age where you can go find those things right now. If any of this resonates with you, I would love for you to come by milliondollarflipflops.com. A, we have all the free resources. I always like to say I do one thing very well. I do it in five different ways and they range from free to wildly expensive. So there is something for you there, I promise. So milliondollarflipflops.com or reach out to me individually. I'm always here for you. So until the next time, we will see you on the journey. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip-Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this episode with them. Or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. It's where we hang out in between episodes. Go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops. Until next time.